This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. O servants of Allah, O children of Adam, indeed we witness with our eyes and with our minds and with our hearts and with our souls the changes the world is experiencing, the regression the world manifests for us, the lack of progress. We witness riches being turned into poverty. We witness stability being turned into chaos. We witness happiness being replaced by depression. We witness recessions. We witness job loss. We witness sadness. We witness instability. Nobody knows what tomorrow will bring. What has happened to the world? Where is the world that saw happiness replace depression? That saw Stability in economy replaced recession. We've seen people lose their riches without even spending their wealth. Their money sits in the bank and currencies crash. It devalues. They've lost financial standing. They've lost material well-being without them even spending that wealth. What has happened to the world? Where is that world that we read about at the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? after the world was turned from darkness into light. Where is the world, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam? Indeed, the world has changed. When is the hope of Allah going to come? When is the victory of Allah coming? Allah did not create us to buy nice houses and build beautiful homes and drive fancy cars. And go on a nice halal holiday at the end of the year with, you know, me and my wife and my little kids. Are you saying it's haram? No, I'm not saying it's haram. But is this our purpose? I'm looking at the actions that are coming out of us. Look at your actions. Just look at your actions. My brother, let me tell you the cold hard truth. The condition of the Ummah is because of you. A long time ago, Ja'far ibn Abi Talib radiallahu he stood in front of a just king who was a Christian king, a non-Muslim king. And this king asked him to validate his stance and the stance of the Muslims and the stance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in light of the propaganda that the Quraysh came to Najashi with. And Ja'far stood with izzah, with honor, with stability, and he spoke a word that indeed is recorded in golden ink. He addressed Najashi and he said that we were a people that worshipped idols. We were a people that never respected the bonds of kinship. We never looked after the rights of our neighbors. We oppressed people with our wealth and financial dealings. We were oppressive in our speech. 
we were oppressive in our actions, we lacked good manners. And then came Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He came to us and he taught us to only worship one Allah. He taught us to respect the rights of our neighbor, to respect the rights of wealth in business transactions, to look after the weak and support the oppressed. He taught us good character in speech and in action. And this is who we are. This is a presentation of the reality of Islam that was given to Najashi. Basically, Ja'far ibn Abi Talib was saying that we were a wretched people because we were a sinful people. And now we have become a people who are saved because of good deeds and because we have left sin. O servants of Allah, it is our sins. It is our sins that places us in the predicaments that we find the ummah in today. We are interdependent beings. The ummah is one body. Don't ever feel that your lack of piety is something that only you will feel. Yes, you will feel it in the greatest way and especially in the hereafter. But in terms of an ummah, then know and understand that your sins in your home, your sins in your businesses, your sins in your rooms, your sins with each other is causing a deeper weakening of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. What is happening in Syria is because of our sins. What is happening in Palestine is because of our sins. What is happening in Libya and Burma and any place on earth that the Ummah is feeling this oppression is because of our sins. And until we get up and understand that we ourselves are responsible until we accept that, until we announce that, no change will come, O servants of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his book, who the one who follows my guidance, he will never go astray and he will never be sad. He will never see his brethren astray, nor will he see his brethren sad. He will never see a sad Muslim child. He will never see a sad Muslim brother. He will never see a sad Muslim sister. But if you go against the Quran and the Sunnah, if you enter the realm of sins, if you make sins the order of your day, then for you, then for your people, then for your circumstance and situation, because collectively if a people engage in sin, then this is a collective situation that they're bringing upon themselves. Then for that person and everyone who follows that person will be a depressed life, a narrow life, a sad life, a difficult life, a life of recession, a life of oppression, a, li a life of poor leaders. This is what will happen. As per the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is a universal law. Allah is telling us that Allah can do anything for us, but He is telling us that He won't unless we change ourselves. Allah will not change your situation. It's not that He can't. He has decreed that He won't unless you change your situation yourself. And it doesn't end there for Allah says, and we will raise this person blind on the day of Qiyamah. And this person will turn to Allah and say, Ya Rabb, why am I blind? Why have you raised me blind? This is the day of Qiyamah. I lived a life on earth and I could see. Why am I blind today, Ya Allah? Oh my Lord, what has happened? Is this a mistake? And Allah will engage his slave in discussion and say, the Qur'an came to you, the Prophet ﷺ came to you, the Shaykh came to you, the teacher came to you, the khutbah came to you, the YouTube video came to you, the conference lecture came to you. But you chose to just hear and not listen. You chose to forget. In the same way you chose to forget, you are forgotten today.
What will be our situation, O servants of Allah? What will be our situation? There's no deeds to be shared on the day of Qiyamah. What will be our situation? This is the situation of the wretched. That every single one of us, you're born, you're a good Muslim, you pray when you can, you do your salawat, you seek a beautiful education inshallah, then you start earning good money, then you buy a house, and then when you can, you go to Hajj, and you send your little kids off to Quran school, and my wife wears this beautiful jilbab, and all of a sudden I'm the ideal Muslim. And when I can, I'll give some charity to Syria or Palestine, I'm doing my part. This will not change the woman. And this will not change you. The condition of the Ummah will not change until every single one of us comes to understand that the responsibility of the Ummah is on my shoulders. Me, not my father, not my sheikh, not the ulama, not the leaders of the Arab world, but me, it's my responsibility. What's happening around the world is a direct effect because of my actions. Because of my actions and Allah will not help. I'm telling you, Allah will not help. He will not send down His help until every single one of us changes His ways and makes Allah and His Prophet the most important thing in His life. Until we start to yearn for Akhirah, like we yearn for this dunya. Until we give, don't you fool, give 10% for deen, like you give to your dunya. And you watch and see what will happen in the Ummah. My brothers, when we look at the Sahaba, these men who we love, by Allah, it's a crime. I'm telling you, it's a crime that the world doesn't know about them. It's injustice, it's zulm, it's oppression. The Muslims don't know their forefathers. And you wonder, why did Allah give them? Because they gave everything. Not something, they gave everything. When it came to the orders of Muhammad wasallam, nothing would ever come in the way. They were eager. Today everything comes first, everything. Brother, I'm busy. Brother, what are you so busy? Brother, well, you need to understand I have a wife, I have kids, I've got a business. Wallahi, I would love to help. By Allah, I want to be with you. But I'm busy, brother, I'm consumed. And we're waiting for change. We're waiting for change. This is why we are where we are. On the other hand, Allah tells us that the one who does good deeds from the males and the females, and they believe in Allah, they are the believers, then we will revive their situation and their life. We will give them a beautiful, peaceful life, a life of richness and no poverty, a life of happiness and no depression, a life of justice and no oppression. And that is why Rasulullah taught us of a time when a person will have one fruit and it will feed him and keep him full for days. When? When Isa comes and the Dajjal is killed and piety fills the earth. When piety fills the earth, Allah allows His mercy to reach the people of this earth. It is our sins, O servants of Allah, and it's only our piety that will turn this situation around. Each of us individually have a role to play. We have to fix ourselves. If we fix our home and give da'wah to our neighbor's home, and then we have two homes fixed, inshallah, this will spread until the neighborhood is fixed. And when the neighborhood is fixed, 
perhaps the vicinity will become fixed. And when the vicinity becomes fixed, perhaps the area will become fixed. And when the area becomes fixed, perhaps the city will be fixed. And then the other cities until the country is fixed. And like this, until the continents are fixed. This is the duty upon us, O servants of Allah. O servants of Allah and O children of Adam. How do we stop the regression? We stop the regression, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam by tawbah and istighfar. That O oh, you who believe, turn to Allah and seek repentance for your sins, a sincere repentance. This is the first step, O servants of Allah, that we rid ourselves of the sadness of shaitan that shaitan brings upon us. The job of shaitan, he wants to make the people of iman sad. He wants to make us believe that we have no hope. He wants to make us believe that we're too old. We can't get Jannah anymore. We're going to die anytime. We're 35, we're 45, we may be 65 or 85. There's no hope left. Time is done. We cannot balance the scales. We've spent too many decades in sinning and spoiling the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We don't have hope. Rid yourself of those th thoughts. Get rid of those thoughts. This is the first step, O servants of Allah. And he is Al-Ghaffar. And he is Al-Ghafoor. And he is Al-Tawwab. And he is Al-Rahman. And he is Al-Rahim. And he is Al-Barr. And he is Al-Afu. And he is, and he is, and he is Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And for the one who has sinned for decades and never turned to Allah and suddenly feels like he or she is going to die and they feel like I have no choice. What is one or two weeks of my life going to mean in front of decades of sin? Allah tells you don't worry as well for he has chosen for himself another name known as Al-Ghafoor. Which means Allah is telling us, my occupation is to forgive you. If you want to be forgiven, there's only one door that you can walk through. And that is through the door of Al-Ghafoor. So even if you have decades of sin, just walk through the door. It is my job to forgive you. It's your job to walk through. It's my job to forgive. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying. And Allah, even with His mercy, He is Ar-Rahman, the entirely merciful. A mercy that encompasses the animals, the non-Muslims, and the Muslims. And then Allah says, I am Ar-Rahim, the especially merciful. Meaning, I have a special mercy for those who declare me as one and accept the prophecy of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then understand, O servant of Allah, that from the names of Allah is Al-Afu. Al-Afu refers to the eraser, refers to the effacer. Which means Allah is telling us, that you know what, when I forgive you, I forgive you in a way that the ground on which you did that sin is made to forget. And the angels who wrote that sin are made to forget. And the ink that has recorded your mistake is made to forget. And when you meet Allah on the day of Qiyamah, it's as if you never did it in the first place. This is the perfection of the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal, Al Wahidul Qahar, Al Ahad al Samad, Al Ladi Lam Yalid wa Lam Yulad, wa Lam Yakullahu Kufuan Ahad. O servants of Allah, it is Allah who said Himself in a hadith Qudsi, O son of Adam, that you sin in the day and you sin in the night, you make these mistakes, but it's only Allah who forgives you. Turn to Allah and Allah will forgive you. It is Allah who says, Yabna Adam, O son of Adam, if you sinned and sinned and sinned, that your sins filled the surfaces of the environments that you lived in, that your sins reached the levels of the clouds. That is how sinful you were. 
then you sincerely regretted what you did. You sincerely hate your past. And you sincerely intend Allah and His Jannah. And you turn to Allah and you seek forgiveness from your heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Seek forgiveness from me and consider yourself forgiven. La ilaha illallah. Don't get up and doubt that if I die, maybe Allah has forgiven me. Maybe He hasn't forgiven me. No, Allah says, I am telling you, seek sincerely and consider it done. The Prophet wasallam said, let none of you die except that you die having good hope in Allah, that He's forgiven you, that He's accepted your deeds. This is how a Muslim dies, right? A Muslim is one who teaches other people to live in his dying. And he teaches other people how to die in his living. When he lives, he's attached to Allah. When he makes a mistake, he turns to Allah. And when he dies, he dies having good hope in Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Wallahi, Wabillahi, Watallahi, Jannah was not created except for you, O servant of Allah. Except for you. It is a God-given gift to the person of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. It is for us to assume the podium of excellence that Allah has given us by doing the do's and staying away from the don'ts and stop wasting time because enough is enough, O servants of Allah. Enough is enough. Allah says, has a time not come, O servant of Allah. Has a time not come, O child of Adam. Has the time not come for your hearts to feel the khashu of Allah, to tear with the love for Allah, to have hope in Allah, to want to be obedient to Allah. Has the time not come for you to change yourself because of this Qur'an that Allah has revealed to you? And then Allah says, don't be like the people of the book before you. They had success, but they chose the dunya, they chose the temporary life instead of the akhirah. They became victims of time. They thought they wouldn't die. And because of that, they made this their Jannah, so they became sinful. Many of them were sinful. Their hearts became hardened and the sins began to pour. A hard rock is better than a hard heart. He says, know and understand that it is Allah who gives life to dead land after it was dead.